1: But everything else costs more. Smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR onto one platform. It reduces IT costs, and over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind flexible financial programs. Head to netsuite.com slash patrick.
2: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
0: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
2: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
0: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
1: But we're all here. Who did I miss the most while I was gone? Hmm. Uh well, Todd always sends me things. He wants to know how I'm doing, and then he'll be like, uh, hope you're having fun or enjoy. You know, just small little comments there. Seaton, I think, uh, pretty dry. Didn't didn't hear too much from Seaton. You, you can't miss me if I don't go away. Yeah, then. I know. I did say that to Seaton. How can I miss you if you won't go away? Uh, Marv was kind of radio silent. Uh, Paulie had a couple of comments. Anything with food then I always hear from Paul. That's how I engage. Yes, yes. But that's it. We didn't talk too much about anything, although uh, I was in Sicily, and uh, a little time difference there, watching NBA playoff games the day before. Is it hard to watch sports in Sicily? Is
3: it different yes. than the rest of like... Uh...
1: Yeah. I got uh, the Italian version of the NBA on TNT, and uh, so I'd get my games in Italian, but it would always be... The uh, I already knew the result, but then I got to watch it after that, so it took a little time there. Yes, Eden. you obviously went to go
4: watch a Palermo game while you were there. I, uh, the, I Serie B, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Were they used to be Serie A? Uh, they were. Yeah, I think yeah. they're down to B right now. Yeah, yeah. And then I went to Catania, and I think they were. Uh, 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 Soccer team Serie A. Mm. But uh, no, I didn't, I, I would have gone to a soccer match, but I went to Sicily. Wonderful time. It was beautiful. And uh, for all the people who watched the show White Lotus, uh, I think I ran into you over there in uh, Terramina, which is where they filmed White Lotus. Beautiful, great people, great food. And uh, I'd go back. Yes, Paul.
3: Did you run into any fans of the show in Sicily? Yes, I did. How'd that go? Uh,
1: it was, you know, brief. You know, they're like hey, and I go hey, and then they just keep walking, and then I keep walking. That was it. Uh, you, you don't slow down a little? You slow down a little? And no, what- I would have if somebody, you know, because I have my wife with me, and she'll always say, you know, stop, and, you know, take a picture or say hello or whatever. But uh, a few, a few times where I ran into some people, and um you know, a couple people already had gotten word that we weren't nominated for a sports Emmy. So, Italy found out yeah, first. Italy, well, they they were in early on it, but uh yeah. The Italians, you know, in Sicily, they're like, hey, hey uh, how do you say loser in Italian? I go, I, I don't know. Dan Patrick show. And I go, oh, okay. Got me there. Yes, Todd.
5: But then you got the guy. To say, you sell out the too fast with the tailgate. I didn't get a chance to get there. <laughs> when is the next batch coming out? Wow, that's cool.
1: That is true. Our tailgate moonshine. Uh, I don't know if anybody had it in Sicily. The olive flavor. Uh, ooh. Lemoncello. Mm, Lemoncello. Ooh. Very nice. All I know is they have something like a spritzer and it is should be illegal cuz you're tasting it and it almost tastes healthy and then all of a sudden if you have two of them you're uh you're going sideways really yeah yeah uh i don't know what it's called but it's it's oh, a st- like a, uh like an aperol yeah. or something like yeah, that, something oh. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 those will take you down yeah. yes they will yes they will arancini those little rice balls yeah. the fried rice balls those are dope yep, yep. yeah. yeah Yeah, they have good food over in Sicily, believe it or not. Italian food. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They have some really, really good food. In fact, Guy Fieri told me about a restaurant in Rome and uh, just seafood. You go in and you pick out the fish that they have on ice, and uh, the maitre d' did not speak any English, and I kept asking about the fish. I don't even know what the fish were, and I just said, you you like this? Oh, you want this? You know, and then he was like, he was going to give it to me, and I go, what is it? And then I, I kept asking him, I said, what do you like? He goes, lamb. Well, they don't want to serve <laughs> lamb, but I'm just I like, no, the fish. And then I, I came back to the table. And my wife goes, what did we get? And I go, I have no idea. And uh, they made it. It was a beautiful meal. Asunta Madre, I think was the name of the restaurant. Yes, Don?
3: Did they have the all-you-can-eat breadstick soup <laughs> and salad, like <laughs> the <laughs> authentic places here in America? I
1: will say authentic. that every, every time you sit down to have a beer, you get olives Almonds, peanuts, uh, bread, breadsticks, uh, and chips. Every time we sat down to have a beer, yes, yeah, C- that was like one of the best things. You sit down, you get a beer, and they put out—they immediately put out a bowl of chips before you even get yeah, your beer. Like, I know this is perfect. I know it was great. But uh, anybody watch anything interesting on vacation?
3: I-, I watched a couple shows. There's one called Unbelievable. Uh, it's a cop show and about investigators investigating. Sexual crimes. Jennifer Garner? No, that, that's a show called uh, The Last Thing He Told Me. I started that yesterday. Oh, okay. Very good first episode. Jennifer Garner, who we love. Yes. Uh, she nails it. Mm. But those are two shows. The one called Unbelievable is a one-season show. It's not multiple seasons, I don't think. And it's a cop investigation show. Mm. It's real. Uh, it's dark and good.
1: I uh, got caught up on Succession, where, uh, spoiler alert, you know, there was a death in the family. No, you can't get away from it. Whoa. I'm in Italy, and I'm, I'm going on websites, that and they're is. going, oh, what a you know, major shakeup in succession. And uh, so I got caught up on that. Uh, the new season of Barry is out. That came out last night, so some decent shows. You know, there's, there's uh, airplane-worthy movies that you wouldn't normally watch, but if you're on an airplane, you're going to go, okay, I'm going to watch that. Yes, Eden. Uh That's how
4: I fell in love with Devil Wears Prada. Mm. Perfect airplane movie,
3: yeah. But you watch it when you're off planes. <laughs> now I do. Now I do. Yeah.
4: Anytime it's on, it's like a Born Identity for me.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> Born Identity of the fashion world.
1: Yeah. I watched a little bit of Born Identity last night. I stumbled upon that. It's like God, because the guy Logan Roy in Succession is one of the bad guys in Born Identity. Born Supremacy. Yeah, Brian Brian Cox. Yeah, part two. Yeah,
3: doesn't work out well for him.
1: No, it does not. Uh, Seton, uh, poll question for hour two. We, uh, we ask who do we blame for not, uh, you know, being nominated for a sports Emmy and it was Marvin, McLovin and Mario. To be just slightly where it's because
4: McLovin's not here. Yeah. Marvin is here or Mario edited the real. Do you want to guess? I'd say guess who's first. Guess who's last. Mario's going to get blamed. <laughs> Mario right now is 46% of the vote. Uh, they're not going to blame Marvin. Nah, Marvin, just barely a 13, percent Nobody blames Marvin. I just want to get that on the record. But they do blame that McLovin is not here? Well, some people do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but more people blame Mario for editing the reel yeah. so poorly. And rightfully so. Right. Uh, uh We got a couple of other things that, uh, some other suggestions, not just your takes on music. Oh. Which was another popular one. Uh, Me bad-mouthing <laughs> my cousin Vinny. They said that cost the, uh, mm. thus the Emmy. Okay. That was bad. Uh, we have one here that says Fritzy's uh, limericks, dot, dot, dot. Being demoted to the newsletter. Oh, that oh. caused us. Okay. Right. Backhanded compliment.
1: A little love for the do toddler. We, do we bring the, the limericks back? I think I'd rather not be nominated than <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> just really? kidding, Todd, I'm just kidding. An hour into Come the, on. An hour, into an hour and eight minutes into the show. <laughs> <laughs> My music
4: taste. Are you, well, your takes. I'm not a, not just your taste, but your takes on music. would be the same. Is it? Yeah. My taste leaves, like, leads to my takes. No, but yeah, but nobody's saying like, uh, that, well, because you like Led Zeppelin so much, but they are saying because you don't like Green
1: Day. <laughs> 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 well, that one, I'm going to wear that one for a long time. Kenny in New York joins us. Kenny, good morning. What's on your mind today?
4: Hey, guys, I just wanted to mention um, one reason why I love the show
3: is the fact that you play Sonic Youth.
1: Well, that's because of me. That's because of you? Why is it because of you? Because I'm the one who is the DJ, and I have all the albums, and I decide what we play. Ah, that's fantastic, because I actually got to meet them in the 90s because they played at my college and everything, and I hung out with them
4: for the day. And ever since then, they're my favorite band.
1: Well, thank you, Kenny. And then I gave Marv February. You got to have February to pick the music. And then I gave you March as well. I'll take it. Thank you. Yes. All right. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle the DP show. Don't look now, but everybody's on the Lakers bandwagon. Although I don't know if everybody was the first three quarters or the play-in game. Jamal Crawford, NBA on TNT, former NBA player. He'll join us coming up, get his thoughts. We'll get to more phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. And uh, we say good morning. Peacock, our streaming partner, thank you if you've downloaded the app. And if not, please do so. Doesn't cost you anything and you could watch the show. Uh, Todd McShay from The Mothership will join us coming up uh, next hour. We'll get his thoughts. What are we, nine, ten days away from the draft? It's a week from Thursday. And you're going to get real information coming up. Not this week, I don't think. But it, but it really feels like that Saturday, Sunday, Monday of next week, a week from now, is when you're going to get some real information. Because if you go back, uh, you know, Cam Newton, I remember that he had this trajectory. His arc was like, oh, my God, here he comes. Wait, he could be the number one pick overall? And you go back to, you know, 30 days prior to, and Cam Newton wasn't going to be the number one pick. And uh, maybe not even the number one quarterback. And then, you know, Baker Mayfield, when I got the information. But that was, I think, that Monday when we came in, when I got the information from uh, a source who said, you know, you're ready for this. The Browns are going to take Baker Mayfield number one overall. And I didn't even tell the Danettes. And uh, I wanted their reaction when I said that. It's just, then you get real information that, you know, starts to leak out. It does every year. Uh, And and I do, uh, you know, I talked to my source uh, this morning and I was texting back and forth because I can't imagine Carolina would make that trade to trade up if they didn't know who they wanted, right? Because, you know, they had Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, they love love them both, pro days, you know, all those things. The owner goes, everybody flies, everybody meets, they have dinner, you know. Do you do that when you're not quite sure who you love? Because I don't. I don't want to go all in unless I'm all in on that one player. Not we're all in on either one of those players. Uh, I think that the drama starts with the Houston Texans at number two, and uh, we'll talk to Todd McShay about this. But I think that's where you could get a curveball. Do they take a quarterback? And I don't think that's a given. And if not, who wants to go up and get C.J. Stroud? I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be in an interesting spot because they're at three. If somebody wants to leapfrog the Colts, and the Colts are there at four. Are they going to take Will Levis? I would not take Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. Not that high. Uh, you know, both have talent, obviously. Richardson has a ton of talent. But I don't think you can be that great but then also disappear you know, the same player on the football field. He does incredible things. And then he disappears. Uh, will Levis is mechanical. And these are descriptions that I've been given. Um, yeah, I'm not going to kid you and say I'm breaking down film here, but this is from a source who said, this is what he sees. Um, and even my source said it, you know, it's, it's young. It's Bryce young over CJ Stroud. No matter how much film you look at, it's still Bryce young over CJ Stroud. And, uh, He did offer a a sleeper pick, because I always say, give me somebody that nobody's talking about. And the player that he's talking about transferred from Georgia Tech to Alabama, Jameer Gibbs. And my source said, he is Marshall Falk-like. Everybody talking about B. John Robinson, and rightfully so. But uh, he said, Jameer Gibbs is going to be a steal for some teams. And he might have a second round grade right now, but you know somebody may may get him late in the first round. But you know, my source said Jameer Gibbs is going to be a steal for somebody out of Alabama. Yeah, Paul.
3: And he was one of the best receivers in the SEC at the running back position. I think he had hundred catches in three years of college football, which for a running back in college is quite a bit.
1: And he did. You know, most of that was at Georgia Tech, and then he transferred for uh, Alabama. And they
3: never throw the ball.
1: Oh. Uh, so we'll talk We'll talk some football coming up next hour. We'll take a break. Jamal Crawford will join us. Uh, what does he see with what has happened so far? Did Sacramento pull off this surprise? And is it a, a surprise? Should it be a surprise? It does feel like they're underdogs here against Golden State, even though they're a higher seed. And then with the Lakers, feels like it is going pretty comfortably here. And are they a team that... And Barkley joined us before the break, and he said, you know, they're going to go, they're going to win the Western Conference or go to the Western Conference Finals. And I can't argue with that because I see holes in every team out West. And, uh, you know, you got LeBron at the end of the day, as long as AD is healthy. I love the role players. I I think that Rob Palenka did a wonderful job at the trade deadline. Instead of going after Kyrie, he made the smart move and uh, made that team more well-rounded, deeper, and stronger. We'll take a break. We'll get to more phone calls coming up right after this. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does, too. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com. Get started. takes less than eight minutes. Once again, they know the value of time. They've got it down to assigns less than eight minutes to see if you qualify for the ERC assistance. Now, this is a refund. Businesses can be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they might be able to help you as well. No upfront charges. They do all the work. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. Don't let the opportunity pass you by. The payroll tax refund program only available for a limited amount of time. Get started. Eight minutes or less. Getrefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app Miller Lite, get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Check in with our buddy Jamal Crawford, NBA on TNT analyst and was sixth man of the year three times. Played for nine teams over 20 seasons. Great to see you again. How's the jumper?
5: Still sweet. play last night. Good to see you as well, Dan. Okay. Your
1: son is a sixth grader?
5: Sixth grader, yes.
1: Is he being recruited right now?
5: <laughs> I wouldn't say he's being recruited right now, but people know about him uh, right now. And, that, and that's interesting to me because I wasn't known until I was 16.
1: But as a parent, how do you keep your sixth grade son like grounded from the that, hey, you know... You got a long time before you get to college basketball here.
5: Yes. We had a talk before we actually start playing AAU or before he started playing. And I told him, I said, you know what? Some people are going to say you're good. Some people are going to say you're not good. And some people are going to say you're okay. Either way, we got to be okay with either way. Just continue to get better. It's a long journey. So he's had a good attitude about everything so far. So it's worked out.
1: How tall is he?
5: He's five nine right now, actually. He's... He's trying to pass mom. I think they're seeing eye to eye. <laughs> she's gonna start wearing her, her high heels. Even when she's going. <laughs> it doesn't
1: happen. Uh, I'm on the Laker bandwagon here. Are you? You're not.
5: It's not that I'm not. I, I believe they were built for the playoffs, but I mean, I like Reeves a lot. I love AD. I, obviously, LeBron is LeBron. He's one of the great ones of all time. But I'm just not exactly sure yet as they advance because I okay. think they can get this round. But as they advance, I don't
1: know. I think they made smart moves at the deadline. Instead of going after Kyrie, you know, you already had the failed mistake with Russell Westbrook. And I think they're a, a better all around team. And you, you might be right that they're built for the playoffs. Um, and this matchup with Memphis, because Memphis, you know, all they do is talk. And now with Ja being injured, um, see, I, I think they're, everybody has holes in the West. Like, are you sold on Denver being the best team out West?
5: No, I'm not, actually. I actually had, going into it, I had Golden State and Phoenix versus the field. I thought those two teams could actually, you know, be better than anybody else in the West. But I could see the Lakers being right there as well. When the game slows down, LeBron's at his best, right? And he's a chess master. And I always said, for the Lakers to go where they want to go, LeBron. LeBron has to be their fourth quarter guy. AD has to be, and the other guys have to be their first or third quarter guys to kind of carry him so he can collect data and pick teams apart, and then that's when he'll take over and make his move.
1: Okay. I I like the Suns, but then, of course, they lose to the Clippers in Kawhi without Paul George. Uh, How does that happen?
5: I think it happens when you're in the playoffs for the first time trying to figure it out. I mean, obviously, Kevin Durant's the best player, but him taking just 15 shots – For me, it's not enough, but I'm sure he'll increase his aggressiveness as it goes on.
1: Where's Kawhi going to end up
5: historically? That's an unbelievable question, Dan, because like right now, right, I don't know if he's top five player in the regular season, but I know he's top five player in the playoffs just because the way he plays, uh, what's important to him, what's driving him. He's been a champion for a long time, and when you have that, that's what really gets your juices going. And to do what he did yesterday – and it wasn't like it's a hot night for him. He can do that every single night, and that's why he's special.
1: But why doesn't he play more?
5: I think injuries. Uh, I think when you go through injuries, I think it changed you a little bit. You know, you, you become a lot more cautious. You become more um, – just more cautious. You absolutely are, but he knows this is his time to shine.
1: Yeah, it's just it, – I'm surprised when he plays. Really? Yeah, I, when he plays, I know he's going to play at a high level. I'm just never sure if he's going to
0: play.
5: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's went through a couple of injuries, but I think, hey, if this is the time we get to see him and when it's at the, the stakes are the highest and we see him most, we'll, we'll sign up for it. What is he like? Do you know him? Oh, unbelievable guy. Very funny.
1: I knew Very you were, funny. I knew you were going to say that.
5: Yes. I, I, Jamal, I need proof that. I know, right? Uh, he, he, <laughs> Very talkative, uh, very fun, very normal. Uh, I think Okay, mystique-
1: Jamal, people say this about Bill Belichick. They'll be like, Man, is he funny? And I'll go, No, he's not.
5: No way, right? Life of the party. So if you go to, if you go to Kawhi's Twitter, right, I'm one of six people he follows from way back in the day. <laughs> so I him for a long time. It's it's crazy. It's like wingstop uh Jordan and me. It's like it was crazy because I've known him <laughs> for <a long> time. <laughs> And he's been the same. He's always been very about his business, about getting better, um, and very funny. He's always been very funny. It's incredible. I'll take your word for it. Trust me on that, man. Trust me on that.
1: Okay. All right. Talking to Jamal Crawford, NBA on TNT analyst. Who's the underdog in the Sacramento Golden State series?
5: I think Sac is the underdog. Even though they finished third, I think Sac's the underdog. Golden State – they were bumpy all year, but to end up in the sixth spot, and you just trust them in the playoffs. They had a chance the other night, but Sacramento still strong. Golden State is going to be a tough out because they know what it takes. They can lock down. They can go on those stops. They can go on those runs that are historic, right? And I think they still have that switch, and, and they're out to prove it for sure.
1: Is it easier to explain Steph Curry's greatness or Klay Thompson's greatness?
5: For me, I think it's it's – Easier to explain uh plays, but Steph's an anomaly. Like, this little six-three guard changed the way basketball is viewed, the way it's played. I coach A, right? And to be in any gym in America and see guys shoot and turn around before it goes in or the dough behind the backs, every kid now believes that you can make it to the NBA because of this guy, because the way he's made it look, the way he's he's been the boy next door. But Steph's an assassin, man. He's special. He's an all-time great.
1: And he might have created Caitlin Clark at Iowa.
5: See? And there's going to be more players like that. Yeah. Because now you don't have to be, you know, LeBron size or Jordan size or Kobe size. You can be a 6'3 guard and say, you know what, I can I can out-hustle you. I, I can have just as much heart as anybody on the court. And my skills can be transcending where, you know what, my, I may have a shot to make it.
1: But is there anybody who's had a better career in dribbling less than Clay Thompson?
5: no not at all clay is the bigger the moment the bigger the shot the better clay is clay's one of those guys who make a tough one like oh clay you made that Oh, oh we're ready to go because he he's a fearless shooter right and when you have that that's a, that's a weapon think about the, the games he had against okc in the past their first finals run, they could have lost that and not had this dynasty based off of what happened Clay is unbelievable i'm glad he's healthy i'm glad he's He's back showing he's at top-tier level, and, and I'm glad it's worked out for him because he's been through a lot of the last few years.
1: I don't know if I can take the Knicks advancing because <laughs> the, the the fans, the Knicks fans... They'll party like it's
5: 1999. <laughs> I, I,
1: I, I mean, you know, the Hawks, they beat the Hawks one game, and, you know, you had these bros with their shirts off celebrating in New York last year, and now with the Cavaliers. And, and you know what? Maybe it's a great story.
5: But yeah, You see that Knicks jersey back there? I played there. We had no shot at the playoffs. We, we won't be 25 to 30 games in the year. They made it feel like a playoff atmosphere every single night. So I can't imagine being in the city right now, winning the game, and seeing the people's reaction. Because like you said, if they advance, it's going <laughs> to be like, this probably like it's 1999, for sure.
1: Uh, but who would you see celebrity-wise besides Spike Lee when you played? You were in, in New York for what, five
5: years? Yes, five, almost five years. Adam Sandler, uh, Jay-Z, P. Diddy, Spike, of course. I remember one game, uh, Samuel Jackson was there at the game, and, and we're sitting across from each other. I think he said it was Spike, and my hand was wrapped, so I wasn't playing. He came in the suit. He's like, you're not playing? I said, no. He's like, oh, like all he came to watch you play. <laughs> that was really, really cool. And, and the last part of that, I actually just got an email uh, probably like a couple months ago, and a Guy emailed my foundation, and he said, hey, just want to let you know that Heath Ledger was at the game when you scored 52, and I knew that part, and he said, we hung out with Jay-Z afterwards, and that was Heath's first basketball game, and you kind of helped spark him getting into basketball and playing afterwards, so you had a Heath Ledger fan, which is pretty cool.
1: What was it like hanging out with Jay-Z?
5: Oh, it was really cool. He was always so cool. And it was funny because all those celebs we talked about, I was always a little bit more nervous when he was there. So I wouldn't look at him until I got like eight or ten points. And I was, wrong. <laughs> and then I started, I was like, all right, he's there now. I, I see you. But I saw him the whole time. I just wouldn't let him know. Uh,
1: so you got got uh, the Phoenix Suns or Golden State coming out of the West still?
5: I do, with the Lakers being that dark horse.
1: Okay. Now, East. You know, the James Harden storyline is really quiet, Jamal. and you know we, i i think because he's almost settled back into i'm going to pass first shoot last less, less drama and we've only talked about joel embiid we haven't really talked about the sixers as a team and it's all positive i i, I don't know how dangerous you think philadelphia is but man if i was going to their odds are long but i would i would jump on that cuz i think they're everybody's talking about boston or or uh milwaukee
5: right no, and, and with that situation, it's interesting because Joel said something after the game that I've been saying all year. We love James being a point guard, but at some point, if they advance and they continue to advance, he's going to have to be more aggressive to score the ball as well. Like, I love, you know, 22-point, 13-assist James Harden, but at a certain point, we're going to need 28-point, assists, James Harden as it goes forward because Joel's going to need that second guy as they continue to advance.
1: Oh, okay.
5: Doc's playing well, but – He has that gear, but he's going to have to show it more as it continues to go further. But he's playing unbelievable right now being that point guard.
1: Who do you like coming out of the East?
5: I still like Boston. Uh, I like Milwaukee, and I think Milwaukee's better against everybody else. But I think Boston can actually match up with Milwaukee and, and do some damage in the playoffs. They had a game late in the season where I thought Boston absolutely was trying to send a message, and they did that. I think it was the last time they played
1: We always talk about playoff basketball. You know, it's different. Or the calls that you would make, yes. like a playoff foul. Uh, yes. Can you describe the difference in the feel of a regular season and the feel of a postseason game?
5: The regular season is just free-flowing, right? There's there's any kind of contacts of foul. Everybody's scoring. It's more like an all-star game setting. In the playoffs, Dan, let's say we, we were playing, right, and we're going to 15 and it's 14-14, and that last point is aggressive, it's tough, you're not getting anything free, that's how every single possession is in the playoffs. And that's why you're exhausted afterwards. That's why you've left it all on the court. That's why you have scars and, you know, things of that nature, bumps and bruises you didn't even feel until after the game because every single possession is is definitely intense. And that's why I'd rather see the score and be down in the playoffs, but the points mean more. Like, if you got 20 points in the playoff game, you earned it. It was no – Freebies, you really earned those
1: points. Now, JJ Reddick has been on record talking about, you know, that everybody talks about how tough the game was back in the 90s. And as you know, it's, it's, uh, he thinks it's as physical or it's overrated how physical it was back then. And I said to him, the greatest player in the history of the sport got knocked down every time he went to the hoop by the Detroit Pistons. There was yes. no, you know, you can say there's star treatment, but, you know, they, they wrote a book called The Jordan Rules about beating up Michael Jordan. They're not writing any books about beating up Joel Embiid.
5: No, <laughs> and, and I agree with you, Dan. Uh, I love J.J. Formans. He made one of my, my close friends, but absolutely it was more physical, not just the physicality. If When you get continuously beat like that when you're going to the basket— it's gonna play on you mentally too. Do you really want those two points <laughs> on every single time? So the physical is one thing, but the playoff the mental is something else. So it was definitely more physical back in the day. Well, I could hand check you. Not only hand check, you can hand check and guide somebody where you wanted them to go. Like you can physically say, No, Derek Harper was the best at it. He would guide you where he, he wanted you to go. So Two points then, to me, it meant a lot more because it was just so hard to get.
1: Okay, but could Steph Curry be Steph Curry back then, given how you know how you could play? Defense?
5: Yeah, Steph Curry could be Steph Curry anywhere. And, and that's what's special about him because he's one of the few stars that don't ruin the flow of offense because he moves so much. Yeah. When you can shoot like that off the move and shoot like that off the handle, you'd be transcending any error. Steph would be Steph at any time.
1: No question he's the greatest shooter of all time.
5: No question. Because most guys can talk about the Reggies, the Rays. They do it mostly with somebody else creating the offense form. Not saying they couldn't do it off the dribble. He does it off of both. And in the, the space he creates, the gravity he pulls. Like, he's shooting five feet, six feet, seven feet behind the three-point line with confidence. So when you do that, you give space to everybody else. And that's another way to make your teammates better.
1: Okay. One-three, you're going to pass to somebody, or you're going to take it yourself. So game seven. The okay. one guy in NBA history you want taking the three with the game on the line is who? Let me take you out of it because you, yeah, should, yeah. you I mean, should pick Steph yourself. Curry. Yeah. Right. The one person that you want Steph taking Curry. that three.
5: Steph Curry. And the reason why is, let's say I ran a play for him and he came off a pin down. And if he didn't have it, he can still create something off the dribble to create anything. You can give him this much space. And, and Steph Curry is great at the tough shots, too. His threes are worth more than anybody else's in history because they're so deflated. Some people in the, in the stands are doing this. Some are cheering. Some are like, <laughs> I can't believe what I just saw. Steph Curry is the one guy I want taking take that shot.
1: God, I, I just can't imagine what it's like to go out there and know there is the potential of being embarrassed. But do you guys get embarrassed when you're guarding somebody who's oh, supposed to be great?
5: For sure. He absolutely is trying to demoralize you as well. He'll do it with a smile. And it's, it's incredible <laughs> because... He's the boy next door, but his he's an assassin. So he he thrives off of that. He becomes a bigger monster. He goes from six three to seven feet because he's he's taking your fans, making them his. He's he's getting joy with everybody else, and he's trying to turn your lights out. And then you watch and the ball doesn't even touch the net. Like it, it just the net doesn't even move. It's like, oh my gosh.
1: Well, I know he and Steve Kerr would have these free throw shooting contests that if you you had to squish it, like you couldn't hit rim. Or if you did, then that counted as a miss. And it, it's almost like I'm surprised when Steph does draw iron with anything. It, it's just that's that like pure. A,
5: yeah, it's a different level of shooting. That's like perfection shooting, right? It's not about even making the shot. Yeah. I want it to go in where it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't touch anything, right? How many strands did it touch up there? Oh, none. Okay, well, that's that's a good shot for me.
1: Uh, great to talk to you, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up again. And uh, good luck. You know, more importantly, being a parent.
5: Uh, it's the coolest thing. Thanks so much, Dan. I now,
1: do you want that. him to be like you or like Steph?
5: Let's do somewhere in between. If he can <laughs> take some of both, I think he'll be all right.
1: No, there's no NIL yet for your sixth grader. No, we're right? not no, okay.
5: okay, that's coming. We're still, it is, but we're, as long as we, he keeps the, the love of the game, everything else will take care of itself.
1: Good to talk to you again. Thank you, Jamal.
5: Thank you, Dan. Appreciate that's, it. That's
1: uh, Jamal Crawford. He played uh, 20 years in the NBA, NBA on TNT analyst. We'll take a break. We'll get to your phone calls coming up next. And we'll talk some uh, NFL draft coming up next hour back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the
0: Peacock app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks buddy. Uh that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino & Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino & Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino & Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Covino & Rich, give me a hell yeah!
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? Uh, They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24 7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel
1: experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Todd says, don't take phone calls because it cuts into his airtime. And I said, no, we haven't spoken I to the you audience. You can
3: take a few. Sometimes yeah. you overdo it. A little. Yeah.
1: Uh, like Tyler in Michigan. Hey, Tyler, thanks for holding, even though Todd doesn't want me to take phone calls. What's on your mind? Hey,
0: hey, thanks, Uncle Dan. Uh, third time, long time, six foot, and a firming 250. All right, All right uh, best of the weekend. Uh, April being the best month, uh, the best non-football sports month of the year. Uh, we just have a full plate of sports every day. There's a buffet of baseball, hockey, golf, you know, basketball, it's got everything you want. Uh, my second best would be uh, Paulie, just being a Danette of the people and uh, replying to me on Twitter last night. That was pretty cool. Uh, I just want to know, Paulie, what was that? Was that a little uh, uh, Bananas Foster? Oh, yeah,
3: he, he asked me what I was eating, and I had—I uh, think I had um, <laughs> bread pudding with a little ice cream. Okay. Lovely dish.
1: Pauly, a man of the people. According to Tyler. Food-wise, beer-wise. Okay. Yeah, if you want Pauly to respond to you, send food. Yeah. That's it. Just take a... I took a picture of a meal in Sicily. Gorgeous dish. Yeah. And I just sent it to the Danettes, and then Pauly quickly responded.
3: Looked like some gnocchi with olive oil and it a was, touch of pesto. It
1: was gnocchi. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it, was, it was incredible. Yeah. They know what they're doing over there, you know, when it comes to food. They, they got it down to a science, I think. Uh Philip in Florida. Hi, Phil. What's on your mind today?
3: Hey, Dan. Um, my worst of the weekend was spending time laying sod in the Florida heat. Not something I would recommend. Oh, but my best of the weekend actually happened last week uh, when you guys were off. I stopped into the local grocery store on my lunch break, and Jerry Rice was there promoting a new energy drink. Yeah. I was able to get a photo with him. I was able to get an autograph and uh, spend a few moments talking with him. He's a really great guy. And I just wanted to share that
1: with you guys. All right. Well, thank you, Phil. First thing you notice, know is Jerry Rice's hands. He's got, I don't know what his hand size was. And I apologize, Marvin. I was looking at you when I said that. That is wrong. <laughs> and I apologize. Jerry Rice's hands. like uh, those, are, those, are, those are some big mitts. Yeah, Paulie.
3: Remember a couple of years ago when we asked Jerry Rice if somehow he passes away before the show's over? Yes. <laughs> Can we have one of his hands for a studio? And he goes, are you guys being serious?
1: By the way, I went into St. Peter's Basilica in Vatican City, and there were a couple of uh, mummified, like, bishops or cardinals yeah. or popes or something. It is weird.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're right there and all wrapped up in a yeah, glass can see, top.
1: Yeah, you can see them. They like got, a convertible. Yeah, I, I don't know if it, maybe it's popes, but they're mummified. And I said to my wife, you know what, that might not be a bad way to go. Just get mummified. Have a a, a glass you know, encasement there, and just... Put it right here in the man cave? Put it in the... No, the family room. Five <laughs> bucks a pop, people come through, <laughs> come get your picture with the mummified Dan. Uh, Todd, best and worst of the weekend.
3: Best, De'Aaron Fox scoring 38 points in his playoff debut. Helps the Kings to a Game 1 win over the Warriors, and it was Sacramento's first playoff victory in 17 years. So, uh, light the beam. Good job. Worst of the weekend, Trey Young and the Hawks, Game 1 in Boston. Trey misses his first six three-point attempts. 5 of 18 from the field. Atlanta also started out 0 of 10 behind the arc. Outscored 45-25 in quarter number two.
1: What has happened to Trey Young? It just feels like wherever it's going, it's not going in a good direction. And, you know, I, I'm not going to put all of the blame on him, but it feels like there's there's it, that's where it starts. And, you know, what happened with the coaching situation there, and, you know, there's a lot of talk that uh, you, they might be exploring a trade. Two years ago, they're in the Eastern Conference Finals.
5: Man. Yeah, Marv. He does need to play the Knicks again. <laughs> oh, oh, wow.
4: Seton O'Connor, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the week uh, TV is real good right now. Succession. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, Ted Lasso, some people bagging on it a little bit. Uh, it's still an absolutely fantastic show. Okay. Uh, so I watch a lot of TV on break. Uh-huh. Uh, my worst of the weekend is actually Kawhi Leonard showing up for the playoffs because now load management is right back front and center. I'm like, oh, so it uh, looks like load management is the right thing. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. We just can't figure it out. Do we want them to or not? He's part of the – well, the Spurs invented load management. And uh, I, don't, I don't think Kawhi, Kawhi wasn't there. Uh, he mastered it in Toronto. And look how that worked out. Yeah, he won a title. Yep. Yeah. Summa cum laude in, uh, in load management. Emeritus. Uh, Marv? All
5: right, so best of the weekend. <laughs> Are you prepared? I thought I thought Seton had one more.
1: Oh, did you have one more,
4: Seton? No, I mean, I could come up with a bester or a worster, but no, I, I did my two. Okay.
1: Marv?
5: All right. Hey Dan. All right, so best of the weekend, the actor who played McLovin got engaged at the Celtics game. Chris Mince plus Sure. You get if you would offer me a thousand dollars, I couldn't say his name. I don't know what his name is.
1: We had him on the show years ago. And uh I forget what he did to offend us. You see,
3: I, do you remember, Ton? I just don't recall him being all that personable. Maybe <laughs> where he was, like he was doing us a big favor
0: that he was a yeah, bigger Paulie. deal than he was. So,
3: Christopher Blas, who played uh, McLovin in Super Bad, he was on our show probably, I would guess, maybe eight years ago for some movie. What was that movie? He was like a superhero or something. He's mm. like this superhero ish movie. Mm. And we had him on. But then about two years ago, he was on the Rich Eisen show, and Rich asked him about something about sports. He goes, Yeah, I've never been on Dan's show. And he forgot that he
1: was on our show. Mm. Okay.
5: I think the movie was called Kick-Ass, if you could say That's that. That's correct. Okay. You just. Didn't. What else do you have more? Worst of the weekend? Yeah. The Milwaukee Bucks home court. It was blue. I'm not sure if anybody in Wisconsin can explain why their home court is blue, but I thought their colors were green. It just really threw me off. Okay.
1: Paulie, best and worst. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Man try of to, the people.
3: Yeah, try to find that with the Bucks court. Uh, best of the weekend. I grew up always thinking when I was a little kid that the Washington Redskins at the time, the Washington football teams were one of the powerhouses of sports in America. They were always good when I was a kid. They were good. They seemed classy. Joe Gibbs seemed like a good guy. They seemed like they knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. I'd watch NFL films with George Allen and they were, you know, a very good team, a great fan base. So I think it's best of the weekend, maybe best of the year so far as they finally dumped that owner. It appears that Daniel Snyder will no longer own that team and they could get back to being at least, you know, admired by football fans and get back to what they're doing. Worst of the weekend, I would say, is that the NFL enabling Daniel Snyder for two decades. Yeah. Basically saying to every owner, any future owner, there's nothing you can do to get kicked out of our league or lose your team. They basically made that statement. Unless past-
1: you had a Donald Sterling audio tape. Yeah. Daniel Snyder did everything to get kicked out. But the owners don't, and I understand that, the owners don't want to be you know, put in a position either to uh, vote him out or that somebody could do that to them. And the commissioner's job is to protect these owners, to take care of these owners. But I I hope there's full transparency here with the commissioner on Daniel Stein. Just because he's selling doesn't mean he should get off scot-free. Or we should at least have things come to light. He might be in the south of France with his $6 billion on his yacht, but that, that investigation should come to light. And I don't know if it will, but I hope enough people... In the media, keep that alive because Daniel Snyder should not get off. You know he's going to win. He didn't win with that franchise, and he was supposed to be the feel-good story, like local boy makes good, makes money, buys you know the Washington you know Redskins, and and it started out okay. I think. Remember when he charged for a training camp? Well, not preseason football to go to training camp. That was the first time I go. Wait a minute! Come on. But Magic Johnson and company, the 76ers owner coming in and taking over the team, I, I still think their eventual home will be downtown back in Washington, D.C. And I think they would get full approval now that Daniel Steiner is going to be out. We'll talk some football with Todd McShay. More of your phone calls after this. Embrace a new year with a new style of whiskey, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey, crafted by a legendary Irish distiller, a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey, bold American whiskey that has garnered over 130 awards in just two short years, whether crafting St. Patty's Day cocktails or finding the perfect gift for the occasions like Mother's Day, Keeper's Heart, perfect choice. Personalize a label for free on their website. Use the code DAN24 for $10 off your order at keepersheartwhiskey.com.